All right. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good and feeling pretty strong because you already know this podcast show is about communication. And yes, more communication. Now, on today's show, on today's topic is getting hurt or, or when you get hurt by someone you trust. So, hey, grab a smoothie, grab some uh, maybe some almonds. I'm not sure what you enjoy. Maybe your, your favorite veggie snacks or maybe some some Cheetos. Just grab what you want. No, I care about you. I value your time. I value your day. I value what you do. I value how you feel. I want to just say, say thank you for, for being here. Now, let's get started. Cool. All right. So um, on the TV show Atlanta, um, I haven't watched season two, three or four. I'm still stuck on season one. So like it's it's very, very important, like underlying plot line that Earn Ernest like Donald Glover and his character, you know, went to Princeton. So it's a big deal of of course a black kid going to Princeton. Anyway, so uh he, he ends up back in the hood and you never know what happened to him and why he got exposed or what why he got expelled from Princeton. It's never told you until like season four. Anyway, so uh he he's holding on to this thing about about like getting hurt by someone that he trusted, which which you know we all can relate to. So this is not about Earn, but I'm I'm gonna use his story kind of as the um, the thread of this episode. Like like, like how, how does it feel to get hurt by someone you love? How do you feel when you get hurt by someone you love versus when you see someone you care about and someone you know, uh, and it's not you, you know, being hurt by someone you love? Like why is that such a big deal? So like like I said, we're gonna dive into that one. Cool. So like um for starters like like going to princeton like 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 just like like getting accepted to princeton <laughs> like let alone going to princeton is a huge deal so his other castmates are uh paper or, or doughboy uh, i think Cass is a female he has a friend named darius uh and then some other like small name characters and roles but um you got to understand like i like, like going to princeton is a big deal so and the fact that you go there and then you get sent home or you come back, you come back to the quote unquote hood or your, your old neighborhood. You know, like I said, it doesn't really matter what color you are, but yeah, Ernest African-American. But, um, like just, 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 just personally, like I like going to college, like was never like, like priority for me. It still isn't now. Like <laughs> to me, I'm like, listen, go to college. I think it's a, it's a okay choice, but you don't have to go to be successful anyway. So, um, so, you know, upon, you know, returning home from, um, from uh from from princeton right uh again like i said th- this show is has like i think like in its third or fourth season <laughs> i'm still in season one i'm still in episode probably six i i can't just sit here and watch a show straight through uh <laughs> it's just it's too time consuming but uh but I, I did wonder like i'm like man you know like what happened to earn and, and why did earn like like why is he back here <laughs> you know like why is he a, not, and, and not saying that if you go to princeton like, like, like you're better than everyone but like yeah if you go to college any college let's just say you go to a junior college or community college like there's an expectation for you to to not just return but you know return better and return with more you know what's the word <laughs> you know what, what word am i trying to use you, you, you want to return with more um, it, not, not just education, but, but just with, with, with more common sense and you know, with, with better decision making and just uh, having a better worldview, which Earn does have. So like, he doesn't rub it. He doesn't rub people. In, he doesn't rub all of his friends that the fact that he went to Princeton in their faces. But they all kind of make fun of him. Like, hey, man, you know, you were in Princeton. You, know, you dress like them. You talk like, like, like what happened? And he never goes into it. So uh, so but like, I think in season four, um, 
like you finally figure out why. And I was like, dang, you know, so it, 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 and it goes into him, 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 him being in a therapy session. I, I know I'm skipping ahead. I'm, I'm skipping season two, season three, and I'm fine with that. But uh, it, it goes into him in, in a therapy session where he's, he's he's having therapy because, you know, back in the hood, he's trying to be, a, um, I guess, a, 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 a record manager uh, or a, a recording or producer manager for for Doughboy, who's a rap artist. And I, I think that's his cousin. And of course, he comes back, tries to be, uh, you know, his manager. He has a girl who's pregnant. I, I think her name is Cass. So he has a baby on the way. He has no money. I mean, no job. So it, it's like, you know, you went to college. You're supposed to be like, you know, 20 years, 100 years light ahead of us. And, and you're back here doing what, what, what we're doing. You're hustling. You're, you're, you're struggling from day to day. You're like trying to, trying to figure out your next move. And it's like the whole point of going to college is for you to beat this, this, this trap or this cycle or this pattern in this system. So, again, he doesn't rub in his French face that he went to Princeton. But <laughs> at every chance that they get... They kind of remind him, hey, you know, and, and all of them know, man, you know, you see went to Princeton, like, 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 dude, like we're, we're getting high, we're smoking, we're partying, we're, we're hanging out, we're, we're doing whatever. And you're supposed to be, you know, Mr. Astute, Mr. Collegiate, so on and so forth. So, yeah, um, I'm going to back up a bit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to back up a bit before I, del- I dive into his therapy session in season four. So I, I got to go back. Yes, that, 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 that there are four seasons. There's season one, obviously, two, three, and four. But I'm, like I said, I'm still in season one. I, I really don't care. I'll, pro- I'll probably not even finish season one because it's not really that important to me. So, but uh, his, cast, his castmates are, are, are Darius, uh, Alfred Miles, like, who, who plays Doughboy. His girlfriend is, is, uh, is, is Vanessa. Uh, it's like I said, it's a lot of other small <laughs> characters on there. Cat Williams is on there. Um, Isaiah Woodlock is on there. It's, it's a lot of it's, it's some funny people, man. Um, you know, in, in, the, in this in this in this show. But it's like I said, there are, there are core members uh, being Earn, Alfred, Darius and, and, and Nessa. But um, but just to fast forward to, to, to season four, <clears throat> like there's like this overshadowing like like theme like 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 why did why did earn you know what i'm saying uh get sent home from from princeton like like why isn't he there and why didn't he finish so again i, I pick up where he, he's in a counseling session with with the therapist right and he's having to tell you the story you know of of why he got sent home from princeton and, and it's one like I, I feel like you know like, like we all can relate to as far as just getting getting hurt or getting hurt by someone that we trusted. And I, 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 I feel like it's much easier <clears throat> whenever it's not happening to you and you're seeing it happen to someone else. It's like, okay, man, like, why is this? Why is that, why is that a big deal? And I'm, I'm not going to go into a story just yet. But like, why is it a big deal uh, for that person going through it? But then when it's you, you yourself going through it, it, it becomes a huge, huge deal. And it gets blown, blown way, way out of proportion. And it's almost like you, you've been injured, which you have emotionally, psychologically. But it's a bigger deal when it happens to you versus when it happens to someone else. So as, as I get ready to tell you his story, elaborate on, on his story, I want you to think about yourself like, and how, how, you know, trusting someone and being hurt by someone you trust, like and how, how that affects you, uh, why, why that's such a big deal for you to go through it. Uh, but when someone else goes through it, it's like, ah, no big deal. Kind of get over it. It happens to all of us. Hey, you know, welcome to the, welcome to adulthood or the real world. So, but like, like that was my thought process. 
And, and again, maybe I should watch the whole season one, <laughs> season two and season three and season four. But it's just too much, man. I, I don't I don't have that kind of time. And I really don't want to just sit in front of a TV for hours upon hours upon hours and memorize characters. But um, the, the, the idea of I think we all can or we all have someone in our family or friend <laughs> in our communities or support system who's gone off to college one day. Or she's gone off to college and left for college, and then all of a sudden they're back at home. And then and they never tell you why. The honest story you might hear, you know, from from this cousin or that uncle or that brother that you might hear like through through the grapevine this story, but you never hear it directly from that person's mouth. So in the season four, it gives you a chance, or rather gave me a chance to actually hear Ern's own words, like him tell the story what happens. Like you're kind of waiting for this, right? You're this build up. It's, it's been building and building and building and building and building since season one, two, three, and now we're in four. And yeah, it, it for, for me, like out of the whole season one, two, and three, which I, I didn't watch two or three or four, but like this one thing, like it resonated with me because, you know, I, I went to college and I really didn't want to go to college. I kind of followed my friends to college and it's kind of like the thing to do. So that's why I'm not really big on college today. I, I wouldn't push my kids or my nieces and nephews, or I, I, and I wouldn't push you to say, hey, go to college. College is the answer. To me, college is not the answer. College is a tool. Um, it's a resource. It's not meant to give off this or get into this club or program. Yeah, there are benefits, but to me, college is a business. It's like anything else. Uh, and I think you kind of get out of it what you put into it. But I, I definitely think college is not the, the cure-alls. It's not, it's, not, it's not the answer to everything. I think a lot of people uh, do attend college. Again, I think I mentioned this in the past that you either get out of college with over you know $100,000 worth of debt, $100,000 worth of debt or student loans and or vice versa. You go to college and you, get, and you have a degree and you get out of college and you don't even use that degree in the field that you're working in, which is crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm in hotel management doing sales and marketing. And I have a degree in criminal justice, <laughs> prime example. So <laughs> I got a friend of mine, uh, James and Sydney. Um, so I have a friend of mine, James and Sydney. Uh, they both have master's degree, <laughs> you know, and and, you know, Sid's working. Oh, no, I'm sorry. James began in, in an EMT school and then he became a cop. Right. And then Sid began um, in um, what's that? I think healthcare. Now she's working in social working. I mean, as a, as a social worker in a prison. So I mean, it, it's and, and like I said, this is nothing new. I'll say about ninety percent of people who, who attend college uh, come out of it and and they and they don't embrace and have a career in their field. And it's not bashing anyone, but it just shows you that man, most of us go to college and we aren't really sure. Even when you, you're done with college, you, you don't really know where or how you're going to end up. So I, I saw that to like I said to kind of paint you a picture <clears throat> of the backdrop of, of why this college thing. And earn going to Princeton is such a big deal because, like, Princeton is like a <clears throat> uh, what, what kind of college is Princeton? So, just kind of <laughs> give you some insight. So, Princeton is it's an Ivy League college, I mean, Ivy League college, it's a four year college, right? So, imagine like getting accepted into that four year college, which is private, it's a private nonprofit four year college. Uh, once again, it's Ivy League pretty much, um, in, in New Jersey. Founded in 1746, man. So it's one of the it's one of the fourth oldest institutions of higher education in the United States. So you got to imagine, you know, <laughs> like getting accepted there is a big deal, and you, you come back from this from this prestigious university, and again you you didn't finish, you you, you didn't even get halfway finished, you know. <laughs> so he has this dark cloud over him throughout the whole season rather the episode that i've seen part like as a season one 
uh, haven't seen two and three and four, but there's this, there, there's this, it's building, right? Like this thing is building and it's affecting his relationships. It's affecting his business. It's affecting his attitude. It's affecting how he, 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 he interacts with his uncle, uh, who I think is Cat Williams. It's so hilarious. Uh, it's affecting, uh, obviously, you know, his dating relationship you know, with, the, with the mother of his child, all that stuff. So, and, and you don't really know. You kind of have a clue. We don't really know, like, like, like what, what, what's the big deal, man? In college, you didn't make it. So, so what? Well, it is a big deal. <laughs> it's not just so what. Because, again, it's not you and I going through it. It's, it's him going through it. So it's funny. It's not just funny, but it, it's, it's interesting whenever someone else going through um, and a, a, a similar instance or situation that you, think, that, that you yourself have experienced, but it's them walking through those shoes. And you're, not, you're like, okay, oh, man. You know, it's like a sigh of relief, man. It's not me, it's them. You know, so, but <clears throat> whenever the shoe's on, 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 on the other foot, like, you're like, okay, crap, man. <laughs> this does suck, you know. So, again, I, I'm trying to just build and build and build and build, which the show does as well. Because the counseling session, it's not your typical counseling session where you're in a business office, you know, you, you have a, a, a therapist or with a suit and tie. It's not that type of uh, therapy session. Um, whenever he finally comes clean about why he what, 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 about why and what happened at Princeton, and in that situation, so it, it's kind of you know it kind of threw me for a loop there. So like I said, you're gonna have to watch it and see it for yourself. Uh, but yeah, so that that's what I'm building towards to pretty much the, I'm setting up the scene of him and his therapist finally allowing him an opportunity to just to let that in a sense. Let, let 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 that monkey go or get rid of that demon on his back and uh, it's just like i said it just it resonates because i think we all can identify and relate to that now now i know what you're thinking you're like come on come on damon just get, get to the story about earn and like and i want to but i'm going to spend time on this trust thing and this episode is about trust all right i was talking to a, a friend of mine that that we, we we aren't friends anymore and um her name is sky and you know, our last conversation, she was like, "Hey, you know, I, I just have trust issues," and I'm like, "Duh, like, like, which one of us doesn't have trust issues or aren't working through trust issues, or aren't grappling with trust issues? Like that, that's common sense to me." And um, so, there's this, this thing about trust is huge, uh, and that, that, that's why I don't spend time a lot, a lot of time on, the, on this podcast show on relationships, dating, sex, money. Uh, power, um, sports, you know, intimacy, because it's, it's those topics and are, it's just too easy and it's too obvious. Like, give me a challenge. So, so, you know, that's what I think about, like, like, like in your shoes, if I was in your shoes right now, listening to a, a podcast radio show and investing my time, man, give me something to freaking think about. Like, give me something off the wall or outside the box. So you kind of understand a little bit about my, mo- about my motivation and my mindset. Uh, and why I've created this show and, and, continuing to, and continuing to do so. So like the challenge for me, the challenge for you, it, it's not to, to tell you, hey, man, you got to start trusting again uh, or to tell myself, hey, you know, you know, guard your heart or, hey, you know, protect yourself. Yeah, like th- those are common, common themes. But the, 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 the challenges for you and I is to keep ourselves open, like to remain open, right? Like to, to don't live your life with these walls up, right, and guard it all the time, uh, because if if you have any type of humility humanity in you, yeah, man, you, you you're gonna be hurt. You're gonna get hurt. People are gonna break your trust. It's called as, as part of being human. It's, it's called relationship, right? There, there's no way of getting around 
people breaking your trust, people hurting you, people, um, you know, taking advantage of you. Hell, maybe even you hurting yourself. You know what I'm saying? Which is for a uh, that's a topic for another for another day. You know, you, you and I are hurting ourselves and, and causing ourselves to be hurt, and then you know, putting ourselves in in situations where we can be hurt by certain things or people. So, like I said, we, we, that's 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 a whole other topic for for the, for, for another day. But I want to spend time on trust just b- before I get to earn. Um, and it's just to ask you just to to keep yourself open. That, that that's the challenge is to remain open. To, to re-engage the world each and every day, even if it's in a small, I don't mean these big drastic steps, but I mean in these small conscious ways of just, um, you know, n- not suppressing your anger could be part of your trust and tied to your trust issues, right? Maybe you're the, the addiction you might have may be tied to your trust issue. Maybe you being an introvert or a hermit, uh, you know, that may tie into your trust issues, man. So again, you know, I, I just don't want to be a radio show about entertaining yeah and I, I and I do want to be entertained I do want to entertain you but at the same time I'm thinking if I was in your shoes man give me something that I, that I can that I can chew the fat on or that I can you know peel the layers back in, in my own mind in my own heart and to challenge myself so um you know like uh, 110 percent I'm not here trying to trying to reinvent the wheel on trust and, or, and, and on, I'm not trying to tell you what to do you can do what you want to do right um, but at, but at the same time, I, w- I want to give you some insight into my mind, into my thinking, and I, I want you to, to to be able to get insight into your mind and your thinking. I'm not I'm not sure, like I said, if you, this is your first time tuning in, and if you are a consistent listener, man, give me your feedback. Seriously, text me at my number two five four eight seven eight seven one three five, or send me an email. You know, um, it, it'll be in my outro. But just like like the idea is to get outside of your mind, and I, I don't mean just um, I'm kind of rambling on, but that's the point like, of why we're here, of why I'm, you know, sharing with you. I, I want you to get outside of yourself and to, and to just, just, just consider just remaining open. Even when someone hurts you and breaks your trust and, and whenever you hurt someone and break their trust, like, don't punish yourself. Don't condemn yourself, right? Um, you know, maybe allow some time to pass by before you reconnect with that person and maybe reestablish your friendship, and forgive or, or not forgive. I don't know. Right. And like I said, I know I'm, I'm, I haven't forgot about Earn. I have forgot about Earn and, and Princeton and, um, you know, the, the Atlanta TV show. But this thing on trust, I feel it, it kind of gets a bad rap because, you know, we don't think about trust as a as a journey and a process because it takes time to develop trust. It takes time to understand how trust can look and feel different for, for each all of us each of us but there are some fundamental basics of trust which is this uh, trust would be consistency trust would be dependability trust would be someone who's going to tell you the truth and tell you you know what you need to hear and not what you want to hear right i get that trust is a a hard thing to gain it's easily broken so i'm not telling you anything new so i'm not again i'm repeating i'm not telling you anything new but again these are reminders i challenge myself every day damien christopher remain open Keep your heart open. Stay open because you never know what's going to happen. And I mean, I'm going to go as far as to say this. And if you've met me or been around me or like I said, you listen here for a while, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty simple but difficult person. But but simple. But I'm, I'm going to say trust was what was meant to be broken. Like trust was it was it was meant to be 
taken advantage of and abused. It, it, trustless, I don't, I don't think it was designed, but I think trustless was, was meant to be broken. Because it's, it's like, how else would you know how valuable something is unless it's lost or misplaced or abused or misused or neglected, right? And, and we've all done it. So that, that's why I'm trying to like, spend so much time, you know, on trust. And like I said, I'm going to get to earn, okay? Just, just chill out. I'm ready for Earn too, and 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 his situation with Princeton, but um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go as far as to say trust was meant to be broken. It was meant to be abused. It was meant to be. Um, now I, I'm I'm not sure about heaven and you know you know you know and the garden of with Adam and Adam and Eve. I'm I'm not going that far, but I'm just saying on a human level, on a human basic level, like you name someone right now on, on Earth. I'm not sure where you are, you know who your people are in your circle, but. You name someone who, who, who's had their trust uh, abused or, or can you name someone who, who's never ha- had their trust broken? You can't name not one single person. I mean, you can't name a cat. You can't name a dog. <laughs> you know, you can't name an a, a, a anime character. Like every person on earth has, have had their trust be abused or mistreated and or have we all have in turn abused Others trust whether it be our parents, our grandmother, our friend, our neighbor, coworker. Like we, we, we've all been on both sides, but it, it, but it amazes me how we hold on to, we hold on to, as you're going to see in Ern's case, Ern has held on to his broken trust for over five or ten years, and in real life, we do the exact same thing. Like we'll hold on to the, to, to this legitimate offense. That, that that we've been that we have experienced, but we've also inflicted that on others, and and we're just quick to forget. We're 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 quick to you know quick just to blow it over. And I'm like, no man, it, it's it's got to be a two way street, and it's a process for each time. So and and that then this is where I started. Like when I first began, it's much easier for me to watch you go through someone abusing and breaking your trust. It's much more entertaining to watch you go through it. But whenever I'm the I'm the one going through it, and whenever I'm the one who's having the shoe being on my foot, ah, it's not as a, it's not so entertaining, and, and you kind of want the world to stop. You want the world to to sympathize with you and hold your hand, and you want the world to say, "Hold on, time out, hey, just pause everything." You know, you know, Amy or Joshua or Jake, Jacob have experienced some broken trust. Hey, let's let's pause a minute, and and that's just not how life works. So like, uh, this is going to be the very last thing that I'm going to say, <clears throat> and and like, and like I said, we all do this, but it's it's a it's just it's a conscious decision that I can make right now that that, that you can make right now is is to stop thinking and living your life thinking thinking in reverse, right? Um, like like we, I think we spend so much time thinking and living in reverse, and it's like it's a conscious decision to stop doing that. So I, I want you to, to allow yourself, to, to give yourself permission to stop thinking in, in reverse, to stop living in reverse. That, that's a big deal. Uh, I think we spend a lot of time, a lot of energy, including myself, doing that. Like, if I could go back, if I could, it may be, if, well, what, what if? It's like, no, like, it's just here now. So as I get ready to dive into Earn and the, the Atlanta and, and why he was uh, expelled from Princeton and what he's doing now in season four, Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself right now to to, to, to quit thinking in reverse. Okay, so now like that on to earn. Now I'm really gonna like 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 hit this earn um, therapy session 
um, seen pretty hard. Now, I, I, I got to go back and correct one thing that, that this is an actual therapist's office. It's a professional therapist, right? So he's getting counseling. So number one, like whenever you're like away from all your family and friends, you're in college, the way Earn was for the first time. And I'm, I'm not sure if you yourself, you listening, if you attended college or you attended some type of private, you know, school or institution or, or whatever, a private uh, function or gala, whatever. And you're maybe one of 10 African-American people or you're one of 10 Asian kids or you're one of 10 Hispanic kids or you're one of 10 indigenous kids. Right. And the rest of the kids are like, you know, all African-American or all white or all whatever. So at Princeton. Uh, whenever Ern was, was attending Princeton, he was one of 10 African-American kids. So he's like, man, you know, I already felt alone. right? <laughs> and I was like, wow, OK, you know, I could speak to that because I, I went to an all black college myself, a, a, a historical black college in Prairie View and m And yeah, I, I was I was black around other black kids, but I still felt alone. So <laughs> anyway, it's saying about me. It's about Ern. So uh, so, you know. Whenever you first make your first friend in college, man, like you and that person, like maybe maybe it's your roommate, maybe it's someone you work with, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a, someone in class, but you and that first friend, maybe you, maybe it's a bandmate, maybe it's someone uh, you, you you just have lunch with all the time, or someone in math class. Like whenever you and that first person click, like y'all click. So in Ern's case, Ern met Sasha. Uh, they both were RAs. So a RA is pretty much a building supervisor in, in the building that you live in to where, you know, you, you pretty much manage, you check people in, check people out, you pass out mail. It's like, it's like having a work-study job. You work on the campus while you go to class and you get paid. But at the same time, uh, you know, you're given a master key, right? So, you, you know, you you can go into any office, any room, any building, any, anywhere on campus because, you know, you've earned that trust and they, they entrust that master key to you. So uh, that's what earn has gained with, with him and himself and Sasha and, and they work side by side. In most cases, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> whenever I went to college uh, back in, <laughs> I'm showing my age, back in 2000, 2001, uh, things weren't co-ed. It was all, all guys were over here, all girls were over here, but I guess in an earned situation, um, you know, their building was co-ed. So it was boys and girls. That's my assumption. The scene doesn't really spell that out for you. But again, I'm trying to reemphasize that Earn has never, He's never shared this information with anyone, like no one, because you're, you're thinking, OK, why did he get kicked out of Princeton? Like, like what happened? And it, it never tells you so in this scene with this therapist. He breaks it down again, you know, being one of one of 10 African-American kids at Princeton, fully alone, <clears throat> uh, building a friendship and a trust with uh, Sasha. OK, so um, so they're, they're working together one night and uh, he, he tells Sasha, like I said, you know, they became close pretty fast. They liked each other, but he wasn't into her like that. Earn, Earn already had a crush. And <laughs> if you've ever been in college or uh, uh, have someone secretly like you and you don't know that they, that, that they like you, some things get get, mis, get misunderstood. So in Earn's case, that's kind of what happened. So Earn has a job interview um, that he needs uh, you know, to go to in, in a few days. So he's like, hey, you know, uh, and he's telling Sasha about you know this job interview. So he goes out. Um, the next day and buys this amazing suit, this blazer, these blue slacks, these awesome shoes. And so he, so he can be you know, pre presentable for the job interview and he gets it. And he, and he brings his suit to work and Sasha, she's there. So of course they're working together. And he's like, Hey, you know, um, you know, I, I got this job interview. It's pretty cool. Well, as they're working, uh, 
the young lady comes in and walks through the building and, and this and this young lady has a crush. Uh, again, her name was never revealed. But uh, during the session, um, as Ernest breaking it down, uh, the, the, the actual girl that he actually likes, that, that he wants to be with, is his crush. And she walks in and she invites him to a party a day before his job interview. So he's pumped. He's like, heck yeah, I'm going. It's, it's the Philadelphia. Let's do it, right? So of course, Sasha, she, she overhears it. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, time passes and, and they come to the end of their shift. And she says, hey, you know what? I, I know you got your job interview coming up. Just leave your leave your suit here at, 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 at my, in my in my room and you can just come back and buy and get it and then leave from here and go straight to your interview. He was like, perfect. No big deal. You know, we're friends. So, uh, of course, <laughs> the the therapist is like, OK, you know what? Tell me about t- t- tell me about your suit. How did you feel? He's like, man, I, I was flashing. I, I was I was fly. I look good. Uh, and so, of course, you know, uh, he goes to the party and comes back from the party, and he gets back into town. And, he, and he's like, he's trying to call Sasha. He's like, hey, you know, tomorrow's the interview. Um, you know, can I can I please get my get my suit from you, please? And no response. Literally, like twelve hours later, no response. No response. Like just just dead silence. Like like crickets. Like crickets. Like and so she so she, she she's kind of avoiding him, and Ern doesn't know why she's she's avoiding him, and he's like crap, I'm panicking, I have this freaking job interview, and as, as he's panicking, and like freaking out, uh, I want to point out that 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 getting counseling and, and seeing a therapist is taboo, right? Uh, and, and taboo in the sense of, and I, I'm not I'm not sure, you know, where you are in your in your own individual journey. In your culture, how your family feels about therapy and counseling, how your friends feel about how people might might think that maybe you're weak or you're stupid. But no, man, like in my personal opinion, I I, I think Ern is very strong. I think Ern is very courageous for getting counseling. I, I think that's kind of part of the, the point uh, of the Atlanta TV show is to break down those barriers to therapy and counseling. Because it doesn't matter if you're black, white, uh, indigenous, Hispanic, poor, rich, red, purple. Get some therapy. Like it, it, it's it's not saying you're weak or or you're impotent or you can't ask for help. Like it, it means you're strong because you can ask for help. So I I think in this TV show Atlanta, they're really trying to tear that wall down and, and that thinking down. They're really trying to push back on that in the TV show. Now now remember, like <laughs> I feel awful because I'm telling you about a scene in season four that started in season one. And again, I, I haven't watched season two, three, or four, and I really don't care. But um, so like so back to the therapy session and, you know, Ern is panicking and freaking out. And again, he has a master key. OK, so he gets his master key uh, once, once, once he gets back into town. But he doesn't enter her room at first. Uh, he calls her again, calls again. He, he knocks on the door this time. Now, Ern didn't get a, a witness. Ern didn't, you know, uh, ask for a, a friend to come with him. He just by himself. He, he, he trusted Sasha. Remember, they're friends. Remember what I said about the first friend you make in college, like that that very first friend, man. Like it's 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 almost like a, a out of body experience, man. It's like almost like you're naked, and you just get each other, but you, you kind of don't. But in your mind, you, you have these grandiose expectations. Uh, anyway, so he gets to her door, knocks on the door, no answer, no answer, no answer, and no answer. So he's like, you know what, hell, forget it. I got a ma- I got a master key. I'm just gonna go in here and, and run in, run in and grab my suit and go. So he does that. Uh, he, he gets his key, pops in the door, uh, finds his suit, and he leaves. Well, it turns out 
that uh, he goes to job interview, but it turns out that 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 it, it gets reported by Sasha. She's angry. She's pissed off. She's mad. Like, hey, you no, know, you violated my privacy. You, you entered my room. You, you, you were an, an intruder. And the word gets back to the dean. And this is why Aaron was expelled and exposed from Princeton was because it was being perceived. It was perceived that, that he tried to rape or abuse or, uh, or, or domesticate it. To, he tried to just damage her. Uh, that was the perception. He's like, no, no, man, I'm sorry. I was just there to get my suit. <laughs> right. But again, uh, <clears throat> they weren't trying to hear him out. And th- this is his feelings that he's explaining to his therapist. You know, they, they weren't trying to hear him out. And of course, <laughs> the therapist asked her, he's like, well, you know, rapist, abusive. You know, they perceive as being like, like your OJ. He's like, uh, the, the therapist asked, he's like, well, I can assume Sasha wasn't black, was she? <laughs> And it's funny the way his, it's funny the way his therapist asked. He's like, man, you know, he's like, can I assume Sasha wasn't black? <laughs> you know, obviously, right? It's, you know, you're at an all white school, Princeton. I mean, obviously, you know, she's not gonna be black. But uh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure why that question um, needed to be asked out loud. But it, it was asked. So of course, he's like, no, she wasn't black. She was white. But he's like, that 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 wasn't important, man. He's like, we were friends, bro. Like you don't understand, like like we were friends. So so remember, go back to your own experience. When you met your first friend in college, you didn't give a crap what color they were, right? It it, it didn't matter what color she was until, you know, uh, he made that one mistake to enter her room and get his and get his suit, and and he felt like, like like the whole hiring staff and the supervisor and the program, the whole team had had banished him because it's like no 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 man, you guys know me, like you work with me, you see me every freaking day. I have an interview, man. I'm just, I'm just getting my suit. Like you, you guys. So just imagine, like, you know, having 50 people who know you, seeing you every day from work, hang out with you, eat with you. Then all of a sudden, you, you do one thing and you violate, uh, or or a, a perceived violation, or or injure. In Sasha's case, you know, she's perceived that, that she's being injured uh, whenever she was avoiding him, and because she knew why he was texting and calling, was and she, she knew that he had his suit. But but none of that. Is important uh, in counseling session. It's all about what you did and what you should not, what you should not have done. It's all about what you can control. So the therapist is trying to get get, get earned to see. Listen, it's not about her, bro. It's not about her skin. It's not, it's not about uh, anyone else. It's about you and, and and this one decision that you made. And that one decision literally has changed the tra- tra- trajectory of Earn's life. I, I, I can't really say for the good or, or for the bad, me personally. So I haven't watched season one, two, three, or four completely. I'm still in season one, <laughs> but, but, um, he's trying to get Ern to say, listen, bro, it, it's, it's all about you. Like you are, you are in control. You are responsible for your decisions, good or bad, right or wrong, up or down, left or right. It's all on you. And that's okay. So, um, so, so in, 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 in essence, again, Ern has never safely communicated to anyone, even his friends, his girlfriend, his uncle, no one, like what happened at Princeton? Like, dude, what happened? Right. So and he's hung up on and he finally says to the therapist, like, man, listen, bro, like like we were friends, man. And it's so innocent. Like, I, I guess I'm not sure how old you were whenever you first went to college, but I was 18, 19. And I remember I remember my my first friend. It's like it's like it's like going to school for the first time as a four year old. Like you claim <laughs> you claim these people as my best friends. Or like, like you claim like that's my football team. So Ern is so vulnerable and, and so innocent. 
and he's a grown man now in this therapy session. But he's like, he's like, you don't want to like, that's like therapist. Like, dude, he's like, we were friends. And I'm like, and, and you can feel um, the, 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 the broken trust in, in, in what he thought and what, what, what he was hoping for, what, what he was dreaming and expecting of her to be safe. And she hurt him. And, and, and honestly, that is not really what he's hung up on. <laughs> yeah, friendship matters. Yeah, yeah, being hurt by someone you trust matters. Yeah, yeah, that's important. But that's not the biggest, biggest, biggest piece of the pie here. The biggest piece of the pie here is that Ern never was told why. He never got his why question answered. That's why Ern has held on to this hurt and this offense for the last five or ten years. And you have as well. I have as well. We've all held on to to things that said that's happened to us that has been out of our control and we're like why <laughs> like <laughs> like why <laughs> like why not just why me but why now like it's like like okay cool it, it happened to me okay i understand okay i'm human i'm, I'm, I'm no better than anyone else uh, okay cool it happened to me but but why now so and that, that was earn's question he's like man he's like listen bro to his therapist he's like therapist man you don't understand bro like she, she never asked she never told me why she never told me why she didn't ever. She never told me why she didn't answer her door. She, she she never told me why she kept my suit. She never told me why she accused me of being a rapist and <clears throat> for in, for being a violator and for being intrusive for 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 harming her emotionally. She never told me why. She never she never talked to me ever again. So like so for me <clears throat> as an audience member and why I love this scene and why you know it's so important for us to understand that that yeah. Um, in life, you will be hurt by someone you trust, and you will also hurt someone that that trusts you, right? And like I said, I don't when I very, very, very first began, it's so much easier to look at it when someone else is going through it and you aren't going through it, right? You haven't put yourself on the line, right? Like like, like Earn did, he put his his job uh, interview on the line by giving her this suit. He put his future on the line by giving her this suit. He trusted her, uh, and he got expelled, not not because of her. But he got a spell because of a decision that he's made. So and he's working, processing through that. Now that he's been expelled and, of course, out of college and he's having to, to live his life in, in a new direction. But it, it also applies to you and I that, that you, you, you can't just quit trusting people all, all over all, all over the world or ever again because you, you've had one traumatic experience. You have to learn from it. And I think that's the message with this scene in, in Atlanta season four is to, is to always remain open. Keep yourself open. Keep yourself transparent. Keep yourself vulnerable. Um, make sure you don't build up walls through your heart and, and, and leave yourself open to risk trusting, to risk love, to, to, to risk receiving love. Um, I'm going to spend time on on that topic probably in a couple of weeks about, you know, uh, daring to be loved and daring to, to risk being loved again. I'm not going to go into it right now. But uh, <laughs> like, like, like I've been waiting for four seasons for them to to answer this question in season one. And it, it, it doesn't make me mad to me. It's, I think it's smart. Like if, you, if you're a fan of Atlanta or Danny Glover, not, yeah, um, um, Danny Glover or Cat Williams or, or, you know, these characters and you watch Atlanta like <laughs> this therapy session is huge. And it's a very short scene. It's like four minutes. It's not a long scene. But again, it's about shedding light on how we feel in our most vulnerable state. Whenever you let someone uh, close to you and they tr- and they and they someone you trust and they hurt you, and also being 
woman enough and being man enough to, to not hold yourself captive, right? To keep yourself prisoner because that person who hurt you and who broke your trust, they've moved on. And also you yourself have hurt people and you've broken trust and you moved on. You see what I'm saying? But, but when it happens to us, we can't keep ourselves prisoner. Uh, we, we can't hold that person prisoner. Now, now again, Maybe I'm not saying anything new. Maybe you, you know, everything I'm saying you've heard all before. I'm sure you probably have or bits and pieces of it. But it's a challenge. It's a challenge for us all to say, listen, you know, it happened. It wasn't okay. Uh, I've got some therapy. I've worked with my issues on my role and what I contributed to it. And that's the whole point for what was for Earn to look at. Okay, Earn, look at what you contribute to the situation and how you maybe could have handled it differently. Of course, again, the scene doesn't go into that. But I think as an audience member for you and I, that's the goal for us to look at, okay, what can I control? What can I not control? Uh, what, what I can control and what I cannot control and what can I let go of, right? So um, I don't control how you feel. I don't control your emotions. I don't control how you react to me, but I, I control my response, right? I, I control my energy. I control my posture. I control my tone. I control, you know, my attitude. You see what I'm saying? So again, uh, that's Earn's scene, man. Uh, that's Earn's therapy session. I know I went kind of long, but uh, I hope you enjoy that. All right, fam. Coming out, you right now with a special message from Mrs. Tish. Uh, she is the owner of Attire by AA, which is an online shop. So at Attire by AA, they strive to provide positive and uplifting images and messages that encompass who they are. So they believe that what you wear is a form of what is a form of expression. And they want to make sure that expression is top tier. Now, after all, that is their passion there at Attire by AA. Also, they are committed to giving you top quality products and exceptional customer service every time you shop online with them. So visit their online shop at attirebyaa.com. That is www.attirebyaa.com. And please follow them on social media, Instagram. They at sign the Attire by AA. That is T-H-E-A-T-T-I-R-E. B-Y-A-A-A-A, and on Facebook at Attire by AA. Again, the owner is Mrs. Tish. Thank you so much. Well, all right, all right. So here we are, man. You made it to the end of another beautiful episode. I want to say thank you so much for just staying to the end. Uh, I value your time. I, I'm not sure how your day has been, but I'm very grateful for you being here uh, and just investing your time listening in. Call to action is simple. This is your first time tuning in and your first time listener, then please subscribe to become a regular, consistent listener. Questions and comments, man, text me at 254-878-7135 or you can email me at DamienDixon05 at Yahoo.com. No, I care about you. As I always say, man, Jesus, man, he is the truest and he is the purest level of your soul. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Please have a good week. Cool.